Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome to the Having It All podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the Having It All podcast. I'm Matthew Bivens, your Balanced Lifestyle Coach, and I am super happy you are here with me today as we keep on talking about having it all and creating our own abundant, loving lives. So thank you for being here. If you get anything powerful from today's conversation, which I believe you will, then it would be super, super awesome if you could just take a second and subscribe to the show on whatever device you like to listen on. If you could subscribe, and if it's possible to leave a rating and review, that would be super dope as well. Those ratings and reviews, I read them, and they really do help me to improve the show and just continue to crank out awesome quality podcasts for you. And when you subscribe, it helps other people to discover the show. It really does help. So that would be super fantastic. And another way that you can get feedback with to me, or if you just want to get in touch, you can do so on my email, which is matthew at matthewbivens.com. And you can also hit me up over on Instagram, I am at Matthew underscore Bivens, and I really, really do love getting into conversations with you. If you've reached out to me in the past, you know that you know I love to engage. We can go on for years having conversations, and there's a lot of people that I've had conversations with consistently since day one of this podcast. So get in touch with me if you have something to say, something to share. If you want me to talk about something specific, if you have a topic for me, whatever, I love to get in touch. Matthew at MatthewBivens.com and Instagram at Matthew underscore Bivens. Today's conversation is going to be really awesome because we're talking about relationships. And I'm sharing with you how I clean up the mistakes that I make in my relationships. Because I make mistakes, I make missteps. And when I do, it's important for me to, to do what I call cleaning it up. And so I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to take you through some examples and just show you, you know, how to clean it up so that you can make sure your relationships are rocking and rolling, or at the very least, you have peace with the state of the relationship because you are, are feeling empowered by how you are showing up. And that's super, super important. So I want to kick things off today with magic, as we do on every episode, we talk about how we influence ourselves, others, and life 
in an empowering way. And today, I am inspired to share magic from a client of mine. So she shared this with me last week, and I thought it was so tremendous. And I'm like, you know what? I got to share this on the episode because I think people are really going to connect with this. So as I'm recording this right now, if you're listening to this when it came out, it is April 2020. If you're listening to it in the future, then this magic has to do with the whole coronavirus stay-at-home thing. So my client, her and her husband, were celebrating their one-year wedding anniversary. They just had a baby, and now they're about to have their one-year wedding anniversary. And it's in the middle of the stay-at-home order where they live. And so her husband did something so incredibly creative and loving. I thought it was so awesome. They have a dining room in their new home, and he hung up some sheets blocking off the dining room. And he put a sign on it that says, dinner starts at 6 p.m. And so she tells me that all day long, he is behind those sheets doing something. She doesn't know what he's doing, but he's back there. And so at 6 p.m., she comes downstairs, and she can hear music, and she can smell food. And the sheets are gone, and she sees her husband standing there in his wedding outfit, and the their first song is playing in the background, and on the table is a meal from their favorite restaurant, that, you know, big fancy restaurant, and he went and got some takeout and got her favorite meal and brought it there. So he recreated this, this environment of going out to a very nice dinner to celebrate their one-year wedding anniversary. He did it at home. And I thought this was so incredibly awesome and magical on so many levels. I think, first of all, just having that idea, right, that creative idea is is magical to just allow that idea to come, come through. And then he executed on it. And I think that's the biggest takeaway that I have for myself, because I know that even when life is operating at normal and it isn't a stay-at-home order, I'll have ideas to do things in life and they'll be really great ideas, things that I think Sarah would really appreciate, but then I won't execute on them. I'll just let the idea go by. And so for me, this was really beautiful magic because he had the idea, he executed on it, he pulled it together, he did something creative and thoughtful and loving, really speaking her love language, and it was received. Like She received it and just such an awesome thing. I mean, I I can just picture them dancing to their wedding song at home, you know, and and thinking that, you know, I think it's easy to believe, man, our wedding anniversary, this big event, we were going to go out, we're going to do all these things, and now we can't. We can't do it anymore. But that's not the case, you know? And so the takeaway for you potentially could be you can create whatever beautiful experience you want to have. You know, not being able to go to certain restaurants, not being able to do certain things, that's just a circumstance. That's a circumstance. It's a a tiny little roadblock. And when you keep yourself in that loving, open, abundant flow state, you will figure out ways around those tiny little roadblocks. So, Sam, thank you for sharing your magic with me so that I could share it with everybody who's listening right now. I really, really appreciate that. And now I invite you to reflect for a moment. How have you influenced yourself, others, or life in an empowering way recently? It could be big magic or it could be small magic, right? We want to make sure we recognize all of it because all of it counts. 
And all of it reminds us that we are the creators of our life. We are the ones who get to create our life experience, nobody else. And you have the power to do that. And that's what Reflecting on Magic does. So take a moment, reflect on some magic. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I want to give a listener love shout out today to Christine. Now, Christine, you and I have been in an email chat for a while. And what was really cool is we hadn't talked for, for a couple of years. And you shot me an email recently to share with me the the impact that one of my recent episodes had on you. And that was the episode, How to Coach Yourself Through the Chronic Stresses of Everyday Life. So Christine, first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for being such a consistent, longtime listener and fan of the show. That is so awesome. I appreciate the support. I really, really do. And thank you for taking another moment out of your day to write that email and share with me the impact of that uh, that podcast had. Because I had some, some doubts about that particular episode. And if you all haven't listened to it, I definitely recommend put it in your queue. It was called How to Coach Yourself Through the Chronic Stresses of Everyday Life. And my doubts around that episode is that I was feeling, after I recorded it and after I published it, I was feeling a little bit self-conscious about how much I shared about myself. Because in that particular episode, I talked about a my my recent game day and really performing well on one of the portions of the game day specifically my run and I really broke down in detail the mental process that I went through as I was experiencing a very high degree of chronic stress and you know I talked about how I made it through and so I, I started to 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 doubt the 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 value or the quality of that conversation and sharing that and I started to believe that maybe I was just sharing that to stroke my own ego somehow. And Christine, when I received your email, you know, I was on this path to just trust myself, right? Trust that whatever I put out on this show is is pure and authentic and and I don't have to second guess it. And when I received your email, Christine, it was like the like the the final thing that I needed to fully let go of that doubt. And I appreciate that because you didn't have to write that email. You didn't have to tell me, you know, feedback and, and share with me what what you received from that conversation. So I'm really grateful to you, Christine, for doing that. And then you took it to the next level and you followed up with a separate email sharing with me that you were talking to your granddaughter 
about life and you brought the example of the treadmill and chronic stress from the episode into the lesson you were sharing with your granddaughter. And then I thought that was so incredibly cool. And it's just so beautiful to see how these conversations that we have here on Having It All just touch people in so many different ways and so many different types of people. So Christine, I have a lot of gratitude for you. Thank you for listening, for reaching out. And I just think it's so beautiful how the universe tends to drop messages and reminders right in our lap, right at the exact time we need them. And that's what I believe your email was for me. So thank you, Christine. If any of you want to reach out and connect with me the way Christine did, again, my email is Matthew at MatthewBivens.com. And my Instagram handle is at Matthew underscore Bivens. And would love the chance to just connect with you, build a relationship. That's what this is about. And that's actually what this today's episode is about. It's about building relationships and, and maintaining relationships or just being at peace with how you're showing up in relationships. So that's my segue into the conversation. So again, the title of this is how I clean up the mistakes I make in relationships. And you know, admittedly, the word mistake might be a little bit strong, but what I'm really referring to are those moments when you didn't show up the way that you wanted to, right? You did something or you said something that was uncharacteristic. It just wasn't in alignment with who you know yourself to be and who you want to be in that relationship. And so as a result, you feel the tension. You feel the 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 you know, the discontent. It's just a little bit, it's like out of whack, out of alignment, and you feel it in the relationship. That's what I'm talking about. Because in those instances, you have a chance to clean it up. There have been many times in my relationships where I made a mistake or I did something that was out of alignment with who I wanted to be, and it left a bad taste in my mouth. And sometimes I cleaned it up. You know, I, I, I made amends, I owned it, I did all the things that I needed to in order to clean it up. And other times I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. And this is one of the areas that is most challenging to us or most challenging to me because that ego gets involved and emotions are involved and pride comes out. And it can be very challenging to be humble, to humble yourself when you've done something that was a misstep. Right? It's just hard to admit that you did something wrong or you made a mistake or you just stepped out of line with your character. And I, like in my past, I've, just had a, I've had a hard time owning it and admitting to that. And I've seen how impactful it is when I don't own it and I just continue forward with a relationship and the impact when I do own it and I do clean it up. And so in the instances where I did clean it up, I almost always... And I'll say always, I always felt better, right? Like just owning it, taking responsibility just feels better. I felt lighter. I felt like I could, I could move forward or move on, right? And, and with that, there comes an energy, there comes an excitement. It really does. And that is the case. I've experienced that being the case even when things didn't turn out well or even when things didn't turn out the way that I maybe wanted them to. And that means I owned it, I cleaned it up, and the relationship was not at the same level as it was before. It went down, or maybe the relationship ended, 
even in those cases, I still felt in my core and in my heart, I just felt better because I got back into alignment within myself. And cleaning it up is so important for that reason, yes. And it's important because there's a big impact on us when something is off in a relationship that's important to you. There's a big impact. And and those you know mistakes or missteps or whatever you want to call them, they weigh heavily on us emotionally, mentally, and physically. And it's a weight that you can feel. You feel it in your spirit. You might feel it in your body. You might wear your, that tension in your shoulders or in your back or in your head in the form of migraines. Whenever you have a messy relationship because of something that was under your control, something that you had, had responsibility and influence over, when that relationship is messy and it just sits like that, you feel it. I guarantee you are feeling it now or you have felt it. And this is, this is important to say as well. It's not just in relationships with other people, but it's also in relationships with yourself, right? We make missteps in our relationships with ourselves when we don't keep our word to ourselves, when we don't stand up for ourselves, right? When we allow others to mistreat us or when we mistreat ourselves and we judge ourselves or shame ourselves or guilt ourselves, any of those things, those are those little missteps where we have a clean it up opportunity. And so what cleaning it up does is it is a way for you to acknowledge what you did, a way for you to acknowledge where you you took the misstep. It's a way for you to own it, do whatever you do to make amends, to make it right, whatever that looks like, so that you can move on. Because that's the ultimate place we want to get to, moving on, going on with life, right? Another way to look at that I like to, it's a visual that helps me, is those missteps are withdrawals. Think of it like the emotional bank account, right? Whenever you make that misstep or whatever it is, it's a withdrawal. You're taking something out of that account and the trust goes down, right? Cleaning it up, that's how you start the process of making deposits again, of adding into that and building the trust up. Now, cleaning it up isn't always the end-all be-all. A lot of times there's other things to be done after that because when trust is low, depending on how low the trust gets, it's typically not one action that's going to rebuild trust. A lot of times it's something that happens consistently over time. But cleaning it up is a way to begin that process again. So I want to share a couple of examples with you. And these are examples from my life where... I did or did not clean some stuff up, and I felt the repercussions from it. So the first example, this is actually where the term clean it up came from, for, for me. I might be somewhere else floating in, you know, in, in the internet somewhere. Other people use that term when it comes to relationships. But in the context of this episode, cleaning it up, for me, it came from this company I used to work at here in Atlanta. It was a marketing company, and the company really prioritized health and wealth. At least it did for a period of time. <laughs> but health was one of the aspects that, you know, we as a company made important to us. So we would do things like hold our meetings on runs and we would work out together and we would use the balance chart app to help keep us accountable to different healthy habits. And so we, and we, we put together this policy that particularly when it came to meetings, 
business meetings or you know our, our group gatherings, if you were late, then we needed to do something to acknowledge it and to so that we all could get past it. And that's where the idea, the phrase clean it up came from. And so what we decided on as a company was we'll do push-ups. So if you're late to a meeting, drop down, give some push-ups. And once that was once that happened, it was like an acknowledgement, hey, so and so was late, so and so didn't keep their agreement to be here on time. They cleaned it up and everybody moved on. And that's how it operated. And it was it was a it was a beautiful thing. I really loved that idea of clean it up. Hey, I said I would be here on time. I wasn't on time. Here's what I'm going to do as a result. This is an agreed upon consequence. Boom, it's complete. Now we don't have to dwell on so-and-so was late. It was cleaned up. And so there was a number of times where I was doing push-ups because I was late or I didn't keep my word on something. And I just, again, I really love the simplicity of it. And, you know, the push-ups, whatever, that could be anything. But I, that's where the concept or the phrase, clean it up, that's where I got that phrase from. And, and, I, and I love that phrase because it allows you to do something which has been very hard to do in relationships. And that's own that you've done something that you, you know, against what you said you would do. Own it, make amends for it, and then move on. And that was one of the most beautiful things that this group of people was able to do. Move on. We don't have to dwell on this stuff anymore. It's in the past because it was cleaned up. So that's, I guess that's an example, but that's where the term came from. Now, here is an actual example, and this one took place a couple months ago. Um, I had a client of mine, and we were in our, our phone call, and I promised him that I would deliver something to him shortly after the call. I think it was um, notes or maybe recommendation for something or the call recording, whatever it was. I said, hey, I'll get this to you after the call. And I didn't. And days went by. And maybe even over a week went by. And I had I totally had forgotten that I said I would do that thing. But all of a sudden, in one stroke, it was it it became very apparent to me. Boom. Oh man. I didn't keep my word. I said I was gonna do something. And so I called him up. I called him up and I just owned it. Hey man, I listen, I apologize. I said that I was going to deliver this to you. I gave you my word and I fell short, you know, and I apologize about it. And it was beautiful because I didn't text him. I didn't email him. I called him, right? So I could have that conversation so I could own my mistake so that I could make amends in whatever way I needed to. And we both got to that place where, you know, we acknowledged it and we moved on, right? And it was, it was, it was fantastic because I, I had that feeling in my chest and in my gut when I realized I was out of alignment, when I realized I said something, I would do something and I didn't follow through. And now this is a coaching relationship, mind you, right? Like there's, there was that additional layer within me of, man, you can't be doing this with clients. You're, you're trying to teach them integrity. You're trying to teach them to how to hold their word and to stay strong. And, you know, and, and all of those things, and you're not doing it. So I had to go through my own reconciliation with that. But the bottom line was cleaned it up, recognized something had gone down. Instead of getting frustrated at technology not working for me or why is he wanting these things for me anyway, instead of blaming and doing all that stuff that we tend to do, just owned it, cleaned it up, and moved on. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So my next example, this is my, my last example, before I get into breaking down my process a little bit. This example um, happened, I think, last week as well. Maybe two weeks ago. This was with Sarah and Maya. I think this was last, last Tuesday. It doesn't matter. But I was packing my things up, getting ready to go out to teach my conscious fitness class and then lead my COI, Circle of Influence, group. And on Tuesday evenings, there tends to be a few things on my mind that I'm preparing for. I'm thinking about, you know, what exercises are we, are we going to do in class? What are we going to do if, in the event that it's a lot of people versus a small number of people? You know, I try to, I try to have different ideas here. What is the theme for our circle of influence meeting? What principle are we going to go over? Who's Epic Challenge? I had, I had a few things in my mind as I was preparing to get outside the door. And food, you know, I needed to make food or have some food prepared for our, our, our potluck. So I was going through that stuff in my mind, probably had some other things in there as well. And as I'm heading out the door, Maya was doing her thing, right? She was She was playing and I think she was being a little... Uh, she was frustrated with some things, and so I just was in my funky mood, and I left the house frustrated, right? I gave Sarah just a bland kiss, a half hug. I I think I maybe asked Maya for a hug and a kiss, and she said no, and so I just kind of left huffing and puffing, just frustrated, right? I got in the car. I started driving down the street, and 100 yards down the road, I stopped, because I realized that that is not how I want to leave the house. You know, I, I don't want to leave with that energy. I don't want to leave with that being the, the taste in everybody's mouth of how dad was, of how Matthew was. And so I caught myself 100 yards down the road and I reversed, put the car in reverse, backed up into the driveway, came inside, and I cleaned it up. Right? I went to Sarah. I acknowledged her for, for what she was doing, for what she had done for me in that moment. She was helping me to cook the food. She was working with, you know, with Maya, keeping her straight. She was asking me if she could help me. So I was acknowledging all the awesome things she was doing, owning my misstep for the way in which I just conducted myself and allowed myself to be triggered and all that stuff. And, you know, same thing with Maya. And I just cleaned it up. And so after it was cleaned up, we all moved on. I left the house and I went and did my thing and I felt so much better for it, right? I was just so much at peace with it. And so those are those are some examples 
for you to be able to wrap your mind around this concept of what does it mean to clean it up? When you make the misstep, you own it, you clean it up, and you can move on. So here is how I do it because there, there is like a thought process that goes through my mind. And all the examples I listed before, there was sequence of events that happens. And this is something that you can absolutely learn, right? And when you become a little bit more aware of it, it helps to, to learn it. Then you can practice it. Then it can cement in as one of the things that you do when you realize you made a misstep. So it's real simple. First, you got to recognize it. Then you own it. Then you clean it up. Then you learn from it. And then you move on. That's what you do. Recognize it, own it, clean it up, learn from it, move on. So the place to start with this is you want to have, and I, and I imagine you do, you got to have some idea as to how you want to show up and how you want to be in your relationships, relationship to self, relationship with other people, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, ideally, how do you want to be showing up in life when you interact with people? What feeling do you want to leave them with? Do you want them to feel excited to see you, empowered when you leave, appreciative, grateful, happy, thrilled? Do you want them to be frustrated, angry, sad, right? Have some sort of general idea. Now, one way to do this is to have a mission statement or to have a purpose statement, right? And to be able to connect with that. So that's very clear. When you have a mission statement in your life, you're very clear as to the impact you want to make on other people's lives, right? There's a portion of my mission statement that says to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance. So part of what the thing that I want to do when I leave somebody's presence or when somebody leaves, you know, being around me, I want them to feel a little bit more loving. I want them to feel a little bit more abundant as a result of having been in my presence in somehow, in some way. So having that idea is, is important, right, as you go through this process of cleaning it up because that's going to create a contrast, the taste that was left in someone's mouth versus how you ideally want them to feel about you. That's the contrast. So if you don't have that, that picture of how you ideally want someone to feel, it's a little bit more challenging to recognize when that misstep has happened. So that then takes us into that first step of recognize it. It's all about developing greater awareness around what it looks like and feels like to not be that person that you want to be. That's what it is, awareness. And so you can think back to some examples in your own life right now where you were out of alignment with who you wanted to be. So if you think back to those examples, it's a, what you can do at that point is try to remember what were you thinking and what were you feeling. What was going through your mind when that misstep happened, right? So for me, I think back to when I left the house being frustrated at life and I took it out on Sarah and Maya. When I got in that car and I started driving away, before I hit that 100-yard mark, I had this feeling of just being unsettled. It was just, I was not in my center. I was feeling off. I was feeling frustrated. I wasn't present because my mind was focused on all these other things that I had to do, had to, right, quote, unquote, not choose to. I was in my victim mode. I was saying I had to do these things. I was feeling impatient, right? 
And I was also feeling like the nerves of that, just that that uneasy, jittery state that can impact your heart rate, can make you sweat under your arms. That's how I was feeling, unsettled. I was feeling very unsettled. So being able to recognize that feeling, because that feeling is, is telling you something about what's going on in your brain, going on in your mind. It's telling you something about what's going on in your body. And so you want to be able to recognize that because your body doesn't lie. Your body is not feeling uneasy and, and tense or scared for nothing. There's a reason why you feel those things. So the first step is to recognize those feelings and recognize, particularly in the moments when they're coming as a result of you having stepped out of alignment, stepped out of integrity. The second step is to own it. You've got to take responsibility for your actions. No blaming other people. No blaming circumstances. That doesn't fly. In order for you to clean it up, you have to take full responsibility for your actions, for yourself. So think back to the example with the, with the marketing agency. Right? If I show up to a meeting late, this response is me not owning it. Well, I was late because of traffic. There was so much construction and there was this accident in front of me and, you know, I just I couldn't do anything about it. No, that is not me owning it. The reason why I was late was because I didn't leave my house with enough time to account for potential traffic. So think about that for yourself. When do you do that? When are you easy, easily just passing the blame off of circumstances? Right? It was you that made you late, not the traffic. Traffic is just circumstance, just a thing. Right? In, in my other example, when I left the house frustrated at Sarah or taking it out on Sarah and Maya, you know, I could have remained frustrated and blamed Maya, little three and a half year old Maya. I could have been like, you know what, little girl, you need to control your outbursts. You got to control that emotional energy because you're triggering me. So control it so that I'm not triggered. No, I was triggered because I didn't do a very effective job of managing my emotional state up until that point. And I allowed myself to get too close to my tipping point. That's why I was triggered. It was on me. So step number two is you've got to own it. You have to own it. And failing to take responsibility for the things you've created in life, that's a sign of immaturity. And immature people rarely create abundant loving lives. You're not going to have it all and create that if you're staying in that, that space of, of being immature, right? Because recognizing that you are the dreamer and the designer and the builder of your life is a key to having all. And so recognizing that you are responsible is part of it. And that doesn't happen if you have that immature stance that, no, it's not my responsibility. It's not my fault. It's traffic. It's the other person. It's blah, 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 blah. So this step is so vital. Own it. The next step is the clean it up step. Now it's time to clean it up. Sometimes there are things for you to actually do, right? It might be an apology. Maybe you're apologizing in the, in, in the case when it really calls for it. Maybe you're admitting what you did and, and, you know, just saying it out loud and acknowledging it to yourself or to the other person. Or other times it's like a consequence, like with me and the push-ups, right? Late to a meeting, 
crank out these push-ups, boom, it's clean. So whatever it is, in this step, this is where you clean it up. You've owned it in the previous step, so now you're acknowledging it and doing what you need to do to start making those deposits again. Right? And again, sometimes it's just one action and boom, the deposit is back in there. But many times, it's something that, that does take time. And this is the first step towards rebuilding that trust. And so doing this step, the clean it up step, is what's needed in order for you to get to the next step. And that's to learn from it. Because there's a lesson in this for you. There absolutely is. And it's important that you learn it. Otherwise, you will repeat it. Guaranteed. When we don't learn the lesson, we simply recreate it. And a lot of times, it doesn't look the same exact way, right? So back in my example, when I was being frustrated and taking out on Sarah and Maya, the lesson might have been presented for me in that particular circumstance, right? I had this stuff on my mind. This is going on in my household. And if I don't learn that lesson, I might create it in a different circumstance. I might create it in a client relationship or a relationship with my siblings. And here I am thinking, oh, no, no, this is different. No, it's the same thing. It's just being recreated again because I never got the lesson. So you've got to learn from it. One way to learn from it is to just reflect on it. Think back on it. Right? Assess yourself. We spend so much time looking forward in life, looking to the next day, the next week, what's happening next month. Every once in a while, it's a great idea to just stop and reflect and process. Huh, that was a really interesting thing that happened between me and so-and-so. And you know what? This is how it was handled. And you know what? It actually turned out pretty well, or it was quite effective. We didn't necessarily come to an agreement, but you know, we understood one another. And yeah, it was effective when I did this or that. Or it wasn't effective when I did this or that. That's how you learn from it. And once you learn from it, you can get to the final step. And that's moving on. Because once everything else above is complete, right, you've recognized it, you've owned it, you've cleaned it up, you've learned from it, you can move on. You can let go and just release it. Because dwelling on it and beating yourself up for it and, or being mad at somebody else for it, that is not the powerful move. It is not. And so once you've gone through this process, it's time to just let go and move on. You don't want to be carrying that emotional baggage with you, carrying that emotional weight with you. And so moving on means that you've learned the lesson. You've done whatever you needed to do in order to get back into integrity with yourself. And you're ready to focus back on what you're really playing for in life. Your bigger why. That mission statement. Remember the very top of this. The mission statement, the purpose. When you move on, you can get back into that mode and say, okay, cool. Got the lesson. Move on. Let's get back into this mission statement. Right? I want to continue to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance. Okay, that's what I'm up to. Now, if you're unable to move on, that just means that there's still some cleaning up to do. And that's okay. And so if that's the case, then recognize where there's still a little bit of a mess. And wherever that, that mess is, is still exists, that's where you work on cleaning it up. And you go through the process all over again. Recognize it, own it, clean it up, learn from it. So, you know, sometimes the mess is within us. Right? Sometimes we're still shaming ourselves or judging ourselves. 
and that prevents us from moving on. Or sometimes the mess is in how we're looking at other people. Maybe you're angry at them or you're judging them. I'm still mad at Maya for not being able to control her emotional outburst. And so I can't move on because I say that she needs to figure herself out, right? No, that's not really the case. It always is always with me. And so that's where if you are unable to move on, there's still something to clean up. And what's really great is now you have a process that you can walk yourself through to be able to identify where the mess exists and then do what you need to do to clean it up. And so this process is what's effective for me. Recognize it, own it, clean it up, learn from it, move on. That's been effective for me. And again, I'll say that this process is not just for relationships with other people. It's for when you misstep on relationships with yourself too. It's really, really important that, that I hammer that home. Because again, when you step out of integrity with yourself and you fail to keep promises to yourself and you treat yourself poorly, there's a withdrawal that happens there. And that withdrawal is directly impacting the trust that you have in yourself. And when your trust in yourself is low, your self-confidence is impacted. Your self-esteem is impacted. You don't want to speak up or be authentic or take risks. You end up not trusting other people. Yeah, guess what? If you don't trust other people, it's because of a lack of trust within you. Yes. And perhaps that lack of trust is within you is because you aren't keeping promises to yourself and you aren't cleaning it up when you do. So it's so important that we clean up any missteps that we make with ourselves. And you can go through this same exact process to do that. So I love this stuff because I play for being very intentional with my relationships. And today, I don't have very many, if any, relationships with heavy tension or anxiety within them. Because I've, I know what that emotional weight feels like, and I'm not interested in having that experience. And so if there's something that needs to be said or confronted in a relationship, we'll talk about it. And if it's an area that I need to own, I'm going to get over myself and own it and take responsibility for it. Right? Because I understand principle. And I understand that every choice is a consequence. And when you align with that, it connects you with the power of responsibility. And I know that creating my abundant love in life does not happen if I'm not taking responsibility for everything in my life. You can't have it all and pick and choose where you are responsible for your actions. It doesn't work that way. So this is a really, really beautiful thing. And this is a really great way for you to start having the experience in relationships that you want. So I'm excited for you. And, you know, if you need some help, in developing powerful relationships with others and with yourself, then I invite you to connect with me. Because part of what I do as a balanced lifestyle coach is I help you in that area of relationships. Part of my coaching is focused on relationships, starting with yourself and then extending to your most intimate relationships, then going out to that inner circle of yours and then going out to that outer circle of relationships that we all have. And so my process really, really helps you to create those massively rewarding relationships where there is an abundance of trust, of communication, of synergy, of fulfillment, 
like relationships that you love having. That's what I can help you create. So if you're interested and if you want some help there, email me at Matthew at MatthewBibbins.com and I would love to help you. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.